Welcome to the final program of the, this 10, this series on the integrity of the Word of God. I hope that you've gotten something out of it. If you're just catching this for the first time, please go back and listen to all 10 because it, it's really been good stuff. I've studied and prepared, but I'm even learning things as I'm talking. It seems like something will come to me by the Spirit of God that's for the audience. And I, I'm just saying, wow, God, that's good. So the integrity of the Word of God is that it's impossible for God to lie. It's something you can depend on. Just like a person of integrity, you can stand on their word. They're, they're people of their word, we call them. And we're going we're gonna to close and bring it all together with this verse from Revelations chapter 19. And... Um, verse 11 through 13, he says, And I saw heaven open, and behold, a white horse. And he that sat upon him was called Faithful and True. And in righteousness he does judge and make war. His eyes were a flame of fire, and on his head was, were many crowns. And he had a name written that no one knew but he himself. And he was clothed with a vesture, dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. You want to know how important the Bible is when we talk about Jesus being the Word made flesh? You know, he, he, God doesn't do anything random. He's very purposeful, very intelligent. He created this whole world by intelligent design. And it is no light matter that when he is coming out for that final battle, because in, in verse 14, after that verse, it says, And the armies which were in heaven followed him with white horses, clothed in fine linen and white, clean. That's me on my white horse, white and clean. The armies of heaven, that's you. If you die before, you know, he comes. And the armies which were in heaven followed, and out of his mouth goes a sharp sword. And with it, he should smite the nations, and he shall rule them with a rod of iron, and he treads down the winepress of the fierceness and the wrath of Almighty God. Now, I want you to think about something there. Out of his mouth, what comes out of his mouth? His tongue? I don't think so. I mean, it does come out, but that's not what they're making reference to. I believe it's the Word of God. Because the Word of God is the spoken Word of God, and it's like it calls it this, you know, sword, and out of his mouth goes a sharp sword. And with it, he should smite the nations. Now, he is the word of God by name. And I think what he's doing is taking vengeance on those who disobeyed the word of God, especially those who knew the word and refused to act on it. They were given twice the punishment. It says so in the Bible. So he, he identifies himself as the word of God. He identifies it because what his father has decreed he, you know, and he, they're one, the, the spirit, they're one, they're all one. And so when people act contrary to the word of God and they rebel and they oppose God and they worship other gods, especially if they choosing to follow idols or the new age movement and they make themselves a God or, or if they've just refused to obey the precepts of his word. They are not allowed in the kingdom of heaven. They're making war against God. I don't. I, if that's you, please stop what you're doing, repent, and get right with God. Now, I'm not talking about perfection as in you'll never sin again, although he did say to the woman caught in adultery, go and sin no more. But I got a feeling she did. But maybe not in the particular sin that she was delivered from. But none of us are perfect, and we don't really achieve that 
in this life. We are perfect in the spirit, by God, by faith. Our soul can be perfected and our body follows in line. But if we sin, John says we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus the righteous one. And we are to confess our sin. He's faithful and just to forgive us our sin and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. So I encourage you to live a holy life. I encourage you to walk in obedience to the word of God. You will be held accountable. Don't listen to those people who say there is no judgment day. That, that, that you just die and that's the end of you in the ground. No, don't listen to that. This word of God says that there is a mighty, mighty warrior God. Jesus comes with his, in his warrior fashion. He's no longer the meek and mild man from Galilee. He is now the glorified son of God. Well, let's read it. And he hath on his vesture and on his thigh a name written, King of kings and Lord of lords. This is God, this is Jesus in his, the fullness of all his glory, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the word of God made flesh. He was obedient to the word. You don't think he was tempted to get off the word of God in that garden of Gethsemane? The devil wanted him to get off of the will of God. The devil wanted him to not go, do it the way God said. He said to the Father, isn't there another way? Maybe you've done that too. Maybe you've got caught in a situation and God's dealing with you and you say, oh, can't I just do it another way? No. Do it God's way. And I'm speaking to me too. In the hour of temptation, say, no, I'm going to be obedient to the word of God because there is a reckoning. And if I were to sit here and tell you that there wasn't, I'd be a liar and I can't be a liar, but I'm held to an account. And sometimes it is a little scary <laughs> because he is almighty God. That's what it really says. Ooh, he's come to, to, to tread the winepress of the fierceness and the wrath of almighty God. You know, he is so meek and mild right now, and he has shown mercy to us and all of us and to you and to me that we forget that there's this other side, that when it's all done and said and done and over and he's coming back to, you know, take account, that he is fierce, he is strong, he is almighty, he's glorious. Think of him on the Mount of Transfiguration as the glorious Lord Jesus is beaming with glory. And when he's mad, Wow, you don't want to get in his way. I encourage you today. Pray with me. Say, Father, forgive me if I have wronged you in any way. Say it now. Father, forgive me if I've wronged you. I ask you to forgive me. I want to be right with you. I want to be right with God. Apply the blood of Jesus to my soul. Wash away all my sin. Cleanse me with the washing of the water of your word. And I want to be holy. Yes, I'm born again, but I've missed it. I want to get back up again and run this race to win it and to, to throw off the sin and the weight that does so easily beset me. Beat my body, lest what I preach to others, I should be reckoned as a sinner, as a castaway. No way. Get up in the name of Jesus and do what God has called you to do. Father, yes to you in Jesus' name. Oh, praise God. That's good. It might be a little tough to hear, but I'm telling you, it is good news. Because when you're right with God, you are strong and you, you do exploits. Amen? Okay. Well, we finished this series. We've got a really exciting one coming up, and I'm looking forward to uh, teaching you on that. But right now, I want to say, go back, listen to this, understand how strong and the Word is, and it's a Word of integrity. You can stand on it. You can live by it. You can be blessed by it. Amen? Oh, yes. Let me know if you got anything out of the series. Let me know if God spoke to you and showed you something. I need to hear. It encourages me. And tune in next week and tell a friend about the program. And bye for now. God bless you. Thanks for tuning in.
On behalf of Frank Julian Ministries, we want to say thank you so much for listening. We upload podcasts every Thursday on Roku, YouTube, and audio podcasts. So make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out. If you need prayers or are seeking a prayer community, we're here for you. Come join us on our Facebook page, Love, Prayers, and Healing Podcasts with Pastor Frank. See you next week. Thank you.